following podcast is for mature audiences only. It may contain explicit language or content. If you are under the age of 18, Fortnite is calling you. Plus, this podcast will most certainly contain nudity, and you don't want to hear that. Welcome to the New with Tags podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Jamie. We are a longtime married couple enjoying the latest chapter in our lives. We hope that through sharing our personal insights and the advice we'd give our 20-year-old selves, we will encourage you to live your most authentic life wherever you are in your journey. Hey, I thought this was supposed to be a sexy podcast. And yes, there will be some fun and sexy stories while I wear my new tag lingerie. Let's get started. What are we waiting for? Carpe diem. Seize the day. Hi, Paul. Hi, Jamie. Hey, you know what? What? We're doing a podcast. Yeah, are we allowed to do that? I don't know. It seems like it's been a really, really, really it wasn't long this time. Calendar year was it? I don't know. Last time we did one seemed like a long time ago. <sighs> a long time ago. Yeah. I, it's really weird. This feels very awkward. It does. And I'm hoping that I is always re- feel awkward around <laughs> you, so it's it's not anything new. <laughs> wow. Okay. We really. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm really rusty at this. Yeah. It's been a little while. It's been a very long while. Anyway, how are you tonight? I'm doing pretty well. You look beautiful tonight. Thank you. You're tan, for starters. I am tan. I'm not as tan as I was, but I am tan. You're wearing a, is that a leopard print, um, kind of a teddy? Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. With black lace and the little lace to it, or eyelash lace? Eyelash, Mm -hmm, the fringe. You have your new jewelry on, too. I do. You bought me a new necklace yeah. and an anklet when we were on our trip. You did. Yeah. They look beautiful. Thank you. You look beautiful tonight. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, you always do. But particularly tonight. I like that outfit. It's actually the one you posted on Twitter. Uh, uh We took... Oh. I think it's on Insta. I'll put it on Twitter. I don't think I put it on Twitter. I can't remember. Okay. It's been a while. Like, this has just been... Yeah, you had the matching hat with it too. So I did. You aren't wearing that tonight, but it was. Well, it seems a little odd. It's you know rainy and gloomy and nasty outside, and it is starting to get dark. It is kind of weird. It is. So, so yeah, putting on a sun hat just didn't quite seem right. <laughs> not for tonight. Here, sitting here across the table from me doing a podcast. No. Want to jump into our media section? Yeah, we should talk about what's what's trending, what's hot in social media or media we in general. Should. It's been kind of a social media time for me. A frenzy, yes. Frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost you for days. <laughs> yes, but but you won't let me stay on Facebook much anymore. No, I've yanked you from you, that. You've pretty much banned me from Facebook. You would be a week at a time just getting angry. Yeah. So, yeah, I really am. But you've you've replaced it with TikTok. I have replaced it with TikTok. Thank you to my uh, daughter who kept sending me cat videos. Yeah, that's all they have there, I'm pretty no, sure. No, there's some really cool things on TikTok. I like TikTok because for the most part, the people that I see come up in my For You page, my recommended page, are people who are living their authentic lives, which is mm-hmm. why I'm really drawn to it. Well, you're happy after you watch generally, it for an hour, so yeah, that's a good sign. Generally, sometimes it's just people laughing at themselves. There's a grandma, a guy who records his grandma, who reminds me of your grandmother, <laughs> um, and she is just absolutely calls it like she sees it, hysterical, love her. So it, it's just kind of fun. And so there are often these feel-good stories that I tend to find. That's what I 
that's what we tend to talk about here in this segment. We need to talk about a feel-good story that I broke right here on this podcast. You did. You I did. did. I tend ago. to find the new ones because, you know, once they've been out there for a while, everybody knows about them. Yeah. Um, or we find them and then we don't release our podcast for a month and then it's not valuable. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. There is that. But I need to give an update to Thomas Moore, Moore who is a 100-year-old gentleman who we talked about at the beginning of this quarantine, I think back in April, who was turning 100 and he decided he was going to do 100 laps of his garden. He was going to try to raise money for the National Health Service, the NHS, in the UK. And lo and behold, you know, he surpasses his goal. And it turns out he raised like 33 million pounds, which is like 40, what, 46? 42, I think. $42,000. 42 million. 42 million, sorry. 42 million. Million, yeah. And... So this week, he actually went to, um, I think she was up in Windsor, but he met with the queen, and it's one of the few, if maybe only, private ceremonies where there's only been one person that the queen has knighted. So this 100-year-old gentleman is in his walker. I was like just holding my breath because, you know, Queen Elizabeth is walking across the grass with her 92-year-old self. Mm-hmm. It was the most unstable looking. And I thought it was funny because she was still carrying her purse. She was in the, <laughs> the middle of the, the little green area. And so she's a little unstable. And then she she gets the sword. The 100-year-old guy comes with his walker. I and... feared for his life when she had the sword. I'm just saying. <laughs> I thought little, he was going to lose an ear. I was like holding my breath. I thought he was going to lose an ear. <laughs> <laughs> as they social distance with the sword, sword right exactly I thought she was gonna lop off an ear yeah i know right it was it was a little scary there at first but she knights him and they have this sort of lovely conversation that nobody can hear because all of the press was like far far away he didn't kneel no because he didn't think he would ever get back up <laughs> he said if he got down he didn't know if he would ever get up yeah but it was it was wonderful. I mean, it one was. one he raised so much more. What did he try to get? Twelve hundred pounds? No, I think it was a thousand pounds. Like he yeah, wanted it was to, not much to, for his hundredth birthday. He wanted to do a hundred laps and raise a thousand pounds, mm-hmm. and he and ended at thirty three million pounds. Yeah, crazy. I I love it. Overachiever. So, overachiever. Well, <laughs> he's not, he's a hundred, so mm-hmm. you know you got to give it to him. Yeah, it was a wonderful story. Yes, it was. So that's the update to the uh, one of the stories that I broke. Mm-hmm. I don't know, a couple of months ago. There was another story with a six-year-old boy. Oh, of course. How, how could I saved, forget that one? Who saved his sister. Yeah, that was a really sweet story. I mean, you know, to have a six-year-old say that he stepped in front of a, a angry dog um, in, in front of his like four-year-old sister, I think she's like three or four, and he said, if somebody was going to die, it should be me because I was older. Mm-hmm. He was brave. He was very brave. Ended up getting 90 stitches on his face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was... Dog mauled him pretty mm-hmm, good. He really did. But he was an Avenger fan. Yeah. And he had several people. Yeah. I was pretty cool. The first one I saw was um, Captain America, mm-hmm. who gave him an official Captain America shield. Because mm-hmm. he was a true hero. I saw Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And then... Did you see the one with, um, oh gosh, who's the kid who plays Spider-Man now? 
Holland? Tom Holland. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the little boy is just completely starstruck. Plus, Tom Holland in real life doesn't sound like Tom Holland in the movies. <laughs> Tom Holland in real life has an accent. And so I think there was a little confusion, honestly, setting in. But I think he was invited to the set to to watch a, you know, filming of this of Spider-Man. And it was very cool. And and I just, I love, again, it's that feel good, feel good story. Yeah. True hero. Uh, yeah. A little kid, true hero. Mm-hmm. That's even better. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I love that. And then I told you I was on TikTok. Yes. And and the feel good story. And I suspect this one will get picked up. So I think maybe depending, we got to get this edited and out so that people know I was like really, truly cutting edge. So um, up on my TikTok feed came a video and it was a woman who was videotaping her fiance. And so the story is an 80 year old gentleman was traveling from Arizona to Wisconsin. And I think he was in Illinois. And they ran into him at a gas station. Elderly guy, 80-year-old, kind of confused. So they know where he's going, so he's writing out directions. He puts it in the GPS, gives him the phone number, says, if you you have a problem, call us. Like 15 minutes later, he's super confused. And so this couple literally escorts him three hours to his final destination to see his son up in Wisconsin. And, you know, great story. Love that. It's 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 what you hope that your kids would do or that you would do mm-hmm. if faced with that situation. You know, I mean, it was six hours out of their life, um, three hours or three hours back. Well, then come to find out that for some reason, it's unclear yet or still, his family can't get him back home to Arizona. So this couple is driving up to Wisconsin or they're getting up to Wisconsin and they're going to get this gentleman back home to Arizona so he doesn't have to travel by himself and and risk getting lost. I love it. That's great. I think this is the story that's going to get picked up by the good morning Americas of the world, because it's a, it is a feel good story about people helping other people during this crazy time where the country has just lost its ever loving mind. Yes. So those are, those were uplifting stories. They were uplifting stories. That's I like my, those. Yeah, those are my... I, I need those these days. I, know, I can't not have so. them. Yeah. And I'm happy you're on TikTok because you get way more happy stories. <laughs> Facebook, not so much. You no. grit your teeth and get angry with Facebook. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I know I do. That'll, that'll come up later. That'll come up later. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So. All right. So anything else from a social media standpoint that you want to talk about? I don't think so. I'm anxious to hear a letter from... Jamie to her 20 year old self. Yeah, this was a, this was an interesting letter that I wrote to myself. So yeah, well, let's get to it. Let's get to it. All right. Dear Jamie, something is coming. Don't panic. It's not the end of the world, but something you've been training for your whole life. 2020 will not be the year you see things clearly. 2020 will see a global pandemic that will have people sequestering themselves at home. You'll spend the bulk of your days at home with your husband, the kids, and the cats. The good news is, this virus can be bad, but mostly it's not. But like I said, you've been training for this as a latchkey kid. You'll soon be known as Gen X, the forgotten generation. Of course, you're happy at home taking care of yourself and entertaining yourself, 
but hear me out. While lazing on the couch is great, do me a favor. The quarantine 15 is real. Find a way to get some exercise, okay? The quarantine 15 is real, man. It is. It is real. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. It sucks. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Been hard. It has. It's been hard to, to maintain or lose. Yeah, well, just the idea of being stuck at home without the gyms being open. At least the gyms are open now. Yeah, it was terrible. I really, really struggled with that. I did okay, but my weight was up and down during the time frame. Yeah. I was flustered because before it all started, I was in the best shape of my life. You were. You were. I maintained some of that, but not, not as much as I wanted. No, but you know, I actually put a question out um, on Twitter asking how people are feeling in the post-pandemic um, lockdown, although I know that's post-pandemic, but anyway. But I thought it was interesting. Almost 40% of the people said they were fit and looking good. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the rest of us were either, you know, we're not, there's not extra pounds, but we're out of shape. Gained a little bit, but not muscle and just feeling fluffy. Uh, feeling fluffy. Feeling fluffy. That was another, I mean, that was the rest, that was the balance. So that was great that people are feeling fit and feeling good. That was not me. Mm -hmm. It's still not me, but that's okay. It is what it is. I think, and the bed hoppers. I don't yes, know if you they saw, did one did too, a, did a, about the same time. Yeah, did a post too. 43% said they could do more. Like how are they feeling they could mm -hmm. do more? I'm surprised it's not more. Most of the people we talk to, friends, have all complained about it, of how they've really struggled. Although if you look at theirs. There's um, been. Sorry, yes. the bed hoppers poll. So what would that be? 35%, no, 45% either describe themselves as bloody sexy or all right versus 40% of I'm feeling good or looking good. So fit and looking good. So I think that, uh, I think that's kind of where everybody are, you know, most people are feeling a little not in the best shape of their life anymore. Um, of the majority. Well, it's uh, just physical. That doesn't count the mental aspect. Oh yeah. Well, the mental aspect, I didn't even, we could spend three podcasts talking about the mental aspects of the pandemic lockdown and socialization, which is a huge thing for you because, you know, while you see, here's the thing. You and I are of the same generation. I am perfectly content being at home, being, being by yourself being in a room, by myself in a room. I'm happy. I get what I need from work. Like sometimes that's more people than I really want in my day. You could be buried in a book, buried in your phone. Yeah. The phone zone. Well, I, I tend to be an introvert, which is really odd. Mm -hmm. Most people who would know me would not describe me as an introvert. But I still struggle with that. But yes. I know because I'm really happy in front of and with people. Like I'm happy to be with a group. I'm happy to get in front of a big group. I can be an extrovert in groups, but I recharge my batteries. And we've talked about it. I recharge my batteries as an introvert. Yes. Right. So I'm happy. Solitude. To, that is the best thing for me. the The idea of this pandemic and me training for it all my life, my letter to myself, way different than your letter to yourself oh, it would, would be. be. Mine is just the opposite. Yeah. You are such a social creature. And I struggle mightily with this. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do work, Zoom calls, but not enough. Yeah. I'm used to seeing people every day mm -hmm. and talking to people and it, man, I miss that. Mm -hmm. That to me, I actually maintained my physical nature through this, but the mental side, not so much. 
And it's right because of that. I mean, that's, it's been a challenge for me. Keeps me awake at night. It does. I know it does. And so like, I'm looking at you like, I just don't get that. Like, I truly don't get that. I'm glad we're different people because I wouldn't like living with somebody like me. I don't know how you do it. (laughs) I don't live with somebody like me, so it's okay. (laughs) So getting to the classroom part of this. Just getting the classroom. So there was a study I found that was done sort of in this whole pandemic time. A poll that was done. Now, mind you, it was done on behalf of the Nutra system. So I'm sure that the questions were skewed. I cannot tell you what the questions were. Uh, but I believe this to be mostly true. Seventy-six percent of respondents shared they've gained up to sixteen pounds during this this isolation, this mm-hmm. this period of self isolation, and you know the quarantine fifteen. It's cliche for a reason, right? I mean, how many people? Well, I don't see you're not on. You're on more Twitter, but like on my Facebook feed or even on TikTok, it's all about like how many bottles of wine did we consume, and like alcohol sales went through the roof. I think we even talked about it on one of our last podcasts. We were the reason. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah, well, and tonight was the first drink I've had in three weeks. Yeah. Two and a half weeks. And it's the first drink I've had since last night, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe we're in a different pace there. <laughs> but how is the Never mind. That's, see, that just makes me mad because you're still fairly fit and I'm still floofy. Um, <laughs> floofy? Floofy. Floofy. My TikTok people understand floofy. Boop my floofy. Um, boop my floofers. Um, right. <laughs> seriously. But anyway, I, I think that it's it's interesting because in that same survey that we were talking about earlier, 63% of people, rather than having a summer body, like working for a summer body, now they're trying to like work off a post-quarantine body. Mm-hmm. Like Summer never happened. No. Well, I think it's... It, mm, it started to happen, and then we sort of had this resurgence of things, and so who knows what the next couple of months are going to bring. It's crazy. But 70% of people say they snack out of boredom, mm-hmm. and 40% I think say- it's higher than that. Yeah. And 40% say they, they're um, inconsistent eating schedules, which I don't know that I necessarily understand the inconsistent eating schedules. My problem is, since I've been home with you, you eat lunch, like a real proper lunch. I didn't eat lunch. I mean, I would eat like a little bit of hamburger and some green beans and some cashews while I worked. And that was fine for me. And now I'm like, and especially when our daughter was home. Oh my gosh, I can't eat eight, 900 calories at lunch. Like I just, wow, there was so much food in the house. I find that now I have a more consistent eating schedule because I eat with you. And so I just eat more. Uh, it's not good for me. So, you know, they say, you know, have a glass of water beforehand. I hate water. No, you do. I hate you water. You do hate water. Don't know why I hate water. Now that the gym's back open, it's it's not quite as bad. I can try and get to the gym. But still, like, I just don't like going to the gym. You don't. I don't like going to the gym. <laughs> I really don't. Because I sit at my desk all day long. I don't even get to like walk between meetings. Yeah. You know, it's very different. Oh, it's terrible. Although I have done some when I've been on like on a two and a half hour meeting where I know I'm just going to be listening and I'm not going to have to talk. I have actually gone to the park and done like a 45 minute power walk. And you should. And it was really nice, but that didn't help this. It helps. 
anyway, I, 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 you know, I think this quarantine 15 is, is real. It is. That is real. That is real for me anyway. And, you know, I think I, I saw a lot of articles because as I was looking and doing some research, I found a lot of articles talking about teenagers in this time. And I didn't really think about it, but how it really highlights or accentuates potentiates is probably the right word but accelerates or accentuates the body image issues that kids have today yeah um you know i can put it in perspective and go i care but i don't care if people don't like me for who i am you know but if they don't like me for the extra six or seven pounds i have on i don't really care like i don't care you don't know i care how i feel about myself but right if people judge me for the extra extra weight, I don't care. Like, just whatever. I don't care. Not a big yeah. deal for me. It's very different for kids. It is very different for kids. But, you know, body image really played in a lot to our trip we took for me. Yeah, it did. I really... So we went to Pearl early July, and I needed the vacation desperately. We hadn't been on a vacation in at least eight months. Yeah. It was crazy. I needed one in March. Mm-hmm, you did. And we talked about it. Um, and so we did decide to go to Pearl, but I really, I struggled. I mean, I struggled getting ready to go. I was pulling out even like club dresses to wear and, you know, dresses that I wore in November. I'm like, oh, I just don't quite look as good. You look fine. You just weren't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it at all. I was not mm. feeling it at all. There's that idea of we've been enough times. I know people are accepted with their body types regardless um, when you go to Pearl. I mean, that's you see all different body types. So you know that. And, and, and I, I believe it and I feel it. But there is just I had a certain level of expectation for myself. I'll put it that way. We always do pictures with Jahel. We always do pictures with Jahel. And this is the first time we haven't done them. No. I was uh, we were considering it. We were planning on it. But I can remember walking around the room and just like I'd catch myself in the mirror and I'd be like, oh, you know, just this like this is not what I want to commemorate on film. Mm-hmm. And and I was actually thinking to myself, but you probably need to because this is your journey. This is your authentic self. Right. How can you not be OK with it? And And honestly, the very first time we did pictures, I weighed more than I do now. Quite a bit more. actually. Um, and so and you looked great then. So I find it you better now. I, yeah, and and I looked better in November than I do now, but I I had to cut myself some slack um, when it comes to you know to my body image and to how I was feeling and and how things were were playing out. And I will I will tell you that it was it was in my own head and only when I was thinking about it, my body image issue, my out of shape issue. <laughs> I would think about it when I would see a mirror, but I wouldn't think about it in general, like when I was at the pool or I wasn't feeling theme nights. I wasn't feeling, there was a lot of stuff I wasn't feeling. I think it's because of how, what my body image was. Yeah. So it's time for sexy story time. Yay. Yay, exactly. We're doing this a bit out of order. Yes, we are. So we actually broke this episode into two parts. So you've listened to the first part and we recorded a second part. And when we were trying to put this together, it was going to be like two hours long. So we decided to break up our podcast into two episodes with this being one. 
we actually needed another sexy story. The sexy story that we ended up recording the first time is going to be in the next episode because yes. it, it follows and it flows, flows with better. that better. We're going to tell a sexy story, but just know that this sexy story actually happened right after you heard this part that we just recorded because this was our playtime. So let's go, let's go to sexy story. Let's do. story time yay so we had a a little more of a normal play time and by normal we usually have a lot of mental prep time mm-hmm. you take a bath doing whatever i'm getting you drunk you know that kind of thing Always usually good. works yeah. works well mm-hmm. so you had a, a nice bath it, it's interesting sometimes before play time we're we have a good idea of, hey, we're in the mood to do X. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have no idea. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it comes to us during the, sometimes it doesn't mm-hmm. come at all. Mm-hmm. But usually more often than not, something mm-hmm. will transform and we'll text or kick back and forth to kind of read each other as we're mm-hmm. doing it. So it's right. a little bit of distant foreplay kind of thing mm-hmm. on the mental aspects. But this time you were you were taking a bath. Mm-hmm. You had, um, I think you had a drink. I'd already had a couple, I think. But you were quiet. You usually have some banter back about every 10 minutes or so. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's been a while. Mm-hmm. So I ping you and then it, it's dark. Okay. What's going on? And then I can tell with your response, you're kind of angry. <laughs> I was. I'm like, oh, I don't know what I just did. No. Like, I'm going to have another drink. Do you need another drink? No, don't need another drink. I'm like, this is not going where I'd hoped. No. So wait a little bit more and I ping you again, not knowing what's going on in the other end. Right. The whole so, time you were on Pornhub. Okay. Yeah, so I we I had gotten in I had gotten in the bathtub and I wanted to play, but I just didn't know what I was in the mood for. Like I really was like, ugh. So sitting in the tub and I'm like, all right, I'll just I'll usually you know, I'll flip, I'll find some porn. It kind of catches my interest and you know, gets me in the right headspace and sort of off I go. It's not usually doesn't take long. And I'm literally scrolling through Pornhub trying to find like I would watch something like oh my gosh this is bad right I go and I'm like and I don't know I'm searching I tried all kinds of things I followed the rabbit hole so I'm surfing and surfing and surfing and surfing like maybe an hour and I still haven't found anything so I'm getting frustrated because I want to be in the mindset I just needed a little some something to help and usually it doesn't take me an hour to like find mm, something that no. strikes my fancy and I watch it for 20 minutes and we're really done set a tone yeah which so I finally, I'm like literally like down the rabbit hole. I don't even know where I've gotten to. And I find a video. And I'm about three minutes into this video. I'm like, okay, this, this, this might work. It has something to do with female police people. That's what I know. Or law enforcement, because you know, they're not police, right? But they're law enforcement, whatever. And a text comes in. From me. Mm-hmm. And I go out to answer it, and my browser closes. Like, I'm on my phone. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And it happened again when I did it 10 minutes later. You were, and I'm even to the point of, okay, let me, I I can't read you. Because usually when I can read where you're going, I can, I can run with it. And I'm like, well, here's five or six different types of different things. Any catch your fancy? No. 
Can you rule out any? And you ruled out one. No, you didn't ask me to. You didn't ask me to rule it out. You're like, do any of these catch your fancy? I'm like, not romantic. Yes. <laughs> like, that was my answer. I just threw that in as the throwaway because I, I knew that wasn't going to be the answer. But sometimes that works. Sometimes it works. Yeah. But it was all over the place. No. So I'm like, okay, this is probably not going to happen tonight. And I'm like two or three drinks in anyway. I'm like, I'm just going to keep drinking. There so you I, go. I went out on her. It was late. And yeah. I went out on her porch. Our, we have a big big patio that's kind of enclosed during this time of year. And I was out there naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we live in a neighborhood. Probably shouldn't have done that. But don't have any calls yet. So anyway, <laughs> but, I'm out there for a while. And and you're like, where are you? I'm, like, I'm outside. So I'll join you in a bit. I come down. And I'm thinking, okay, well, at least she's going to come join me. Good sign. And you get down. And I can see it on your face, even though it's pretty dark. Like, that's a pissed off look. Okay, so here's what happened. So I never can get back to that porn. I right? know. I didn't I didn't know. I know. All right, fine. So I get out of the bathtub and I like brush my hair and throw it up in a ponytail or whatever. And I'll take out our wand. It's not the Hitachi because it doesn't have a cord, but it's the cordless one. We took it with us on our trip. We never used it. So like I'll take that with me. Right? I'll take it downstairs, I'll take it outside. Yep. Right be great it'll work so i i find it like can they make sure it turns on no hit the button nothing i'm like are you freaking kidding me oh we tested them i mean they were fully charged i'm like all right i'll plug it in i'll let it charge all right i have this new womanizer toy i'll take it i don't really want to use it but all right i'll take it outside so i just decide i'm gonna take it outside so I come out and I'm not happy because the toy I want that I'm not, wanting to use is not available. Is not available. And I've ruined your porn twice. You have. It's all your fault. So this, I was the buzzkill all night long and didn't even know it. That's the best part. <laughs> this I don't, is a really I don't mind, sexy story. I don't mind being the bad guy. It'll get better. <laughs> I don't mind being the bad guy. Just if I'm going to do the time, I want to do the crime. You know, I didn't even know I did it. But after you came outside, we did start talking and you, you were in a... A satin robe, mm-hmm. and it was it was was really pretty, but just something casual. And mm-hmm. we got into t- the mental space of of chatting. You know, you had you had actually multiple toys, or the one toy, and it didn't work. But we we started some good discussions, some sexy talk, and it got you mentally going that direction. Mm-hmm. You're like, "What about the Hitachi?" And I ran in inside to get it, and I got about six miles of extension cord to make mm-hmm. sure it reached where we were. Mm-hmm. And we continue with the talking, which once the tide turns and it gets to sexy talk, it's, you're like, well, I'm going to try the toys. I'm like, excellent. So you started using the, the wand. And the Hitachi. The Hitachi. And it it works 90% of the time for you mm-hmm. or then some. So from going from, you know, switch was off to switch on, it happened pretty fast. Mm-hmm. So you went and got the Hitachi. So I went and got the Hitachi, used it for a bit to kind of get you warmed up, mm-hmm. but you ended up ditching that one mm-hmm. and got the old womanizer. Yeah. I like that. That's with, a great solo with, toy. With the, it's got the red light. Yeah. So you can see it. And of course we're outside and <laughs> you, you can see it lit up at least part of you mm-hmm. or, and you started rolling. Mm-hmm. With, you, you came hard early. I did. I you did. Know, switch went from off to on, then mm-hmm. stayed on, mm-hmm. and then I challenged you a bit as I'm, you know, rubbing your legs and things, and mm-hmm. and you started 
racking them up. I did start <laughs> racking them up. I think we got her well. Ching, I know ching, we ching 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 ching. Yeah, they were they were pretty good ones. They were good ones. And about the time, well, we we got up to ten, and we need to relocate. So <laughs> yeah, it was getting um, yeah. Yeah. So it was getting boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You call it what you want. You didn't seem bored at the time. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it we was, did. It was getting a little chilly. Yes. Okay. That sounds better than boring. And I actually was getting some bug bites on my okay. ankle. Okay. Yeah. All right. We we moved it to the, our upstairs to our bedroom and had our usual mood lighting and music. Actually, we had music going the whole time. Mm-hmm. You were playing the playlist. Uh, I think I called it my attitude playlist, where it's kind of just that back groove, but each song has a little bit of edge to it mm-hmm. on something. But not really driving. No, it no, wasn't. No. Not not hard. Mm-mm. A little more laid back, but mm-hmm. each song title has something in it with mm-hmm. with a little attitude. Yeah. So it was working well. Mm-hmm. And you're moving into the bed. And then we kind of got in more of our, our usual groove. Because usually once you get there a few times, it's game on, man. So, <laughs> yeah. So we... we Game we, on. Game on. Then, then I got to join in, you know. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Lots of, I mean... The kissing, the touching everywhere. Um, they got us both going pretty well. I got there really hard. It mm-hmm. was a it was a great finale. It was to a night that started out as a complete cluster. Cluster, and, and those so those are interestingly the most enjoyable mm-hmm. that turn on a dime. Mm-hmm. And the best part is when you that moment when it turns because mm-hmm. it can go the other way. I'm oh, like, yeah. game off. <laughs> Game off. Yeah. Um, Time for bed. Not in the good way. Nope. Not in the sexy way. Not even in the same way. Yeah, when we got when we got upstairs, man, you were you were pounding me. I was. (laughs) You were pounding me. I do. I usually I mean I I love well I love to get you there. Mm -hmm. But that just that that's what turns me on. Mm -hmm. And and the red light outside Mm -hmm. which, you know, we happen to be the first house in the neighborhood, so you know, it's the spotlight coming in for everybody. Listen, it's, it's not. It's not really visible. We we do have the luxury this time of year of being having our own little private space, Hedge, and it's and it's it's pretty pretty big space too. So it's nice. But yeah, um, it was a strong finish to the evening for me. I know I uh, probably hurt you a little bit, but I'm okay with that. Now the great the great thing is when I've had that many. I'm really, really wet. Yeah, after you stop being bored. And so, I was never bored. <laughs> I was never, I'm sorry. I'm done with ten. Can we like yeah. do something else? This is Can just we change the old. channel. No, but that that was that night was the first night that felt like one of our normal nights in a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of it was the lead up, even though it was bumpy to get there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're bumpy, even when we're. In, yeah, well, we, we have not been talking about really sexy, sexy no. things. We have been talking about body image and yeah. all of that. But mm-hmm. yeah, so it was, um, it was a really, it was a really nice, it was just a really surprisingly hot night, right? And it, it was. was, we just, and then we had a day to recover. So that was we even did. better. We did. We needed the day to recover. Needed the day to recover. So, yeah, but that was... It was maybe not eloquently said as a sexy story, but it was a very sexy night, mm-hmm. and I appreciate it. Thank you. It was uh, like was it the couple next door. It's like it's a, it was a red light night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So on that note, 
think it's time to wrap this one up. Let's do. All right, let's go play. Let's play. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the New With Tags podcast. We love having you in our tribe. Follow us on Twitter at New With Tags Pod. Or you can email us at newwithtagspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find sexy pictures of Jamie on Instagram as New With Tags Podcast. Now, go out there and live your most authentic lives. Seize the day. Seize the day.